Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. And I, I'm still doing this. I'm still here. Why wouldn't you be? I, I thought maybe there like, was a groundswell for a new co-host or something. Oh, for a minute I thought you thought our listeners didn't have object permanence, and when you stopped talking and I started, you ceased to exist to them. I'm back, guys! Do you remember me? I don't even think they remember me since I stopped talking a few seconds ago. You can have one Matthew now, but if you wait 15 minutes, you can have two Matthews. Dude, that'd be pretty sweet. But one in hand. God. I mean, don't you kind of have to bank on just the one sure thing? The one sure Matthew? The one true Matthew? No, depends on how old you are. But like, I'm, if in 15 I'm, minutes I'm you're going to die? That you're not that old. Oh, all right. I'm confused by this entire first minute. I hope everybody else is as well. Uh, this is a oh, non-Star Trek episode, everybody. Yeah, thank <clears> the Lord, huh? Yeah, we've had... Uh... It seems like every other episode's been Star Trek lately. Yeah, yeah, it does. I've only watched one of the five for next week, so... I, I haven't been able to even accomplish that. So. That's gonna be my whole weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> but we'll try um, to keep it uh, off the Star Trek as much as the mailbag will allow and our random observations. Um, yeah. We like to start with a mailbag on non-Star Trek ones so we can talk to um, Ben and Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, while we're talking to Ben and Ryan, uh, I'm going to take a minute to do a serious announcement. Oh, boy. To Ben and Ryan. Oh, jeez. Since uh, I've got them both here. Okay. Hey, guys. Uh, Katie and I are going to do a trial separation. Sorry. Sorry to bring you down. Now let's do mailbag. Oh, boy. So what about the other thousands of listeners? This is rough. <clears throat> okay. Well, they don't they don't know who Katie is, so it doesn't matter to them. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Uh at uh at Brother Date Ben writes on the 13th. You guys play in D&D? Oh boy. On the air? I just started to sweat. Need a third? <laughs> I know Ben's down. Like I understand that. I understand that Ben is down. The dude is thirsty Did you to suppose- play podcast D with us do you suppose he's down to be the dungeon master because i i'm really nervous about that role i i have performance anxiety about being dungeons ma- dungeon master you'd much rather play like a goof off wizard or like a goof around dwarf barbarian or something let me tell you what i'm afraid of i'm afraid my imagination will suck and so no one will have a good time and the game will stink and the other side is i'm afraid i'm going to do such a good job that i'll only be allowed to be dungeon master till the end of time uh, and I'll so never get to be a mess around dwarf. Shirking the responsibility. Oh, just saying. Maybe well, I'd like to be a mess around dwarf once or twice. I don't know. I guess when Ben hears <clears> this, <throat> he can tell us how he feels about being Dungeon Master. I feel like uh, somebody who's been Dungeon Master before would be a, a good pick so we could see how it's done. You know? Th- this dude owns a child and, and has another one due in like a straight up month. 
Where did he get? He owns it. Where did he get? Where did he, where did he, did he buy it? I'm best probably. Oh, probably got it at best. Best children and coffee tables. Uh, yeah, I guess it was just a department store. Oh, okay. Or was it? Was it a catalog store or a department store? It's a catalog store where you buy a bunch of catalogs. Is that where you get like the Sears catalog? No, a catalog store is where you get a catalog and you go in there and you just sort of go up to the counter and you say, I want this and this and this. And then someone goes back in the back and gets it. Hmm. Is that so you can know. save? It's been so long since there's <clears throat> been a best. Is that so you can save on floor space and make it all just inventory space? Yeah, I think mm. that's the idea. Okay. Do you get anyway, to like they look? Don't got them no more. Do you get to like look at the stuff when they bring it out? Like you can you can observe it and everything, right? Because like they have display models in real stores, and you can interact with them a little bit more and see what they really look like. Probably instead of on some glossy pages, <laughs> some harlot magazine. Also on February thirteenth, Ben wrote in to ask at brother date. Uh, well, I guess this is not a well. This is not a question at all. I feel betrayed. Okay, <laughs> he's just chastising us. Told you there should have been an enjoyment factor for Star Trek reviews. Now it's which is the most artistic and exercise in madness. Uh, that was the entire point of the exercise. I'm yeah, trying to figure do... out which of these episodes is an artistic uh, achievement. And so far, it's none of them. That's correct. So far, so far, it's zero episodes. So far, zero of them have been an artistic achievement. But the quest continues. Maybe week nine. You never know. Could get lucky. Maybe. It's not just to, like, uh, well, I mean, what does he think we're doing? We're trying to figure out which one of these things uh, is an actual thing. I mean, look, I don't want to spoil it, but the one episode I've watched so far uh, was straight up uh, doo-doo dog shit. Okay, well, I'm not surprised by that. <clears throat> so, you know. Well, we'll see. There's more episodes in, episode in uh, week nine to go for me. And, God damn it, Ben, we know you told us that, that enjoyment factor should be one of the criteria. You told us many times. We're not going to do that. Yeah, because then I, every episode would get zero points, except for the defector. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, anything non-TOS would really suffer on that one. Yeah, there five. <laughs> there'd be five TOS episodes that we highly enjoyed, mm-hmm. and then the defector, and then nothing from Deep Space Nine, Voyager, or Enterprise. Yeah, it would, it would render it pointless. Yep. <clears throat> uh, also on the thirteenth, uh, Ben wrote in to say, "Did we release an episode on the thirteenth? I thought we released one on the ninth. Uh, boy, anyway, 13th is when he listened to it, for sure. I don't know from dates. Uh, ben wrote in to say, at brother date, right, song covers need a take to be fresh and new, or they're just some a-hole singing Jingle Bell Rock again. Yeah. Now, this is true. That's right. I'd argue that Jingle Bell Rock is not such a great song. It's not a, it's not a very good song. That it didn't make <laughs> sense for somebody to cover it. But, like, once a, a number of people have done it, and none of them have done a good job, I think you also have to abandon it. Yes, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. If you can't come up with a different, better way to do it than the other four or five thousand people, then you, yeah, you should probably do something else. Um, it's not Christmas season, so maybe this is the wrong time to ask this question. But how many categories of Christmas song do you think there are? Well, like, there's, there's religious, right? There's religious ones. <clears throat> then there are, uh, it's like sentimental, s- secular songs, like standards. Yes, and then there are goof around novelty Christmas songs. Okay, and then there's that one rap tape that our dad had. Uh, about the Santa rap. Yeah, C- it's clickety the clack. reindeer rap. 
clickety clack, uh, snippity snap. It's the reindeer rap. Yeah, it's in a Santa sack. Boy, that was some real rap to the beat nonsense. Uh, yeah. Well, when you think about it, that was probably from 1988. Yeah, there were five people who could rap with Flow in 1988, and they were not available to do this tape. A We Three Kings of Orient are. Oh boy, yeah. Don't do any more of that because it's making me feel sad. Sadness. Yeah. That's the correct emotion. It's making yeah, me sad. So. <laughs> deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Notice how I did a law on every beat. I would never do a law that wasn't on the beat. Jolly. If I did a law that was off the beat, then I would. They would remove me from the studio. Yeah, this flow hasn't been invented yet. Yeah, no one had invented flow. Skilo would have torn that shit up. Uh, why didn't he do a Christmas album? I'm not sure that he didn't. Uh, you know what? It's a Skilo Christmas. You move on to the next uh, mail item, and I will do a search. Um, well, this next one doesn't make any sense. Uh, also on February 13th at Brother Date. Nice job, little brother. Hashtag Star Trek sucks. Yeah, but like, who's little brother? I don't know. It's like little That's, nephew. That is a song by the Magic Cloaks. I agree. Is that like little nephew? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Who. But yeah, he's referring to you because you're my little brother. That's like, oh, what well, do you think you did? No, 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 no. I'm the one. I found it. I introduced it to you. Um, but you straight up told me Uncle John recommended it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But he doesn't know Uncle John. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he knows Uncle John. So Maybe congratulations for passing that on from Uncle John. But right. I mean, well, you're welcome. I think we're I just congratulating anybody for anything now. I think I did a pretty good job. Um, on February 14th, Ryan checked in to say, at Brother Date, agreed it's weird they even went to Edo. And the name of the planet is not Edo. Yeah, it's, um, Justice, Justice League? It's something three. (laughs) It's the third one of whatever. I'm pretty sure. It's, um, uh, Chronicles of Riddick three? It it doesn't, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. We will see them hiding from people. From primitive people in the future, we will see them. The idea that even knowing that they exist will cause primitive people to kill themselves in the future. Yeah, some people can't handle it so good. Uh, but they definitely rolled up on this planet and they were like, uh, I'm sorry, sir. Our long range sensors show that the people wear an unusually small amount of clothing. And Riker was like, yeah, well, we're going to go down there. We should really investigate that. that for Riker reasons. had to go down there. That's right. It's very important. Um, Hold on, yeah. I just an update. I didn't find anything for Skilo and Christmas except that Kevin Hart did a Christmas themed cover of "I Wish" by Skilo. By Skilo, so that's it. That's okay. I will check I, that out later for sure. Closest I could find. <clears throat> um, those all came in before our last Star Trek episode. Since then, mm. uh, on the twenty fourth, Ben writes in at Brother Date. You know what? I think I did fall asleep before the end of the battle and forget to go back to it. <laughs> I, yeah. I would not be surprised. Missed the very obvious statement of the premise of the episode at the end. I'm pretty sure that I have fallen asleep in that episode. Probably multiple times. Um, It has... And this is true of a lot of the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation. It has what I would like to describe as nap audio. Oh, God, yeah. The sound design is so, like, reverby and weird that it... Even when you're the TV is right in front of you, it sounds like you're it's in the kitchen and you're just overhearing it. That's right. It's encouraging you to tune out. It is ideal for napping. Yeah. Yeah, maybe put that up there with uh, Sunday Golf. 
and uh, most of the TOS. Maybe that was sound design too for TOS. I don't know, but I got a lot of good naps in my life watching TOS. <clears throat> I, it's hard to tell at this point because both of the the versions of both TOS and TNG that we're watching right now are remastered. Boy, that's really hard. Okay, so it, obviously it's remastered with TOS, but it's really hard to believe it's remastered with TNG because it still looks and sounds so shitty. Yeah, really all they did was <laughs> recomposited it for widescreen TVs and okay. for high definition. All right, good. I was going to say, because if that's the best they can do, that's uh, it's not great work. It does seem like they mostly <laughs> left the audio alone. Yeah, again, you can hear everyone's clunky footfalls all over the bridge. Uh, then later in the episode, Ben wrote in to say, man, I must have fallen asleep during several of those episodes. That's because we had such fresh takes on everything, dude. Because we're, we're fucking changing up the game, doing hippity hops and flippity flops. It's a Santa rap. That's <laughs> what we're doing. So yeah, so he didn't see any of the things we saw, so he must have napped through them. <laughs> right? I don't know what else he could mean by that. Yeah. We had some yeah. earth-shattering takes on Star Trek. <clears throat> um, and then, uh, yesterday. Uh, yesterday, Ryan caught up to where Ben was on the 13th because he wrote in to say, At Brother Date, are you trolling us right now? Is Matt the Magic Cloaks? God damn it, no, I'm not. Matt, I'm going to have to ask you directly, are you the Magic Cloaks? No, I'm not. I'm not Uncle John. I'm not the Magic Cloaks. I just have connections to the underground scene. That's all. Just because I know what's hot on the street right now? And five years ago? <laughs> I know what's hot on the street. Well, Uncle John's still hottest in the game. He's the best in the game today. And everyone yeah. knows it. They just He's kind of like um, he's kind of like Kung Ming, dude. You gotta go pay him a visit three times if you want him to come back. No, you're referring to the Chinese railway station where those eight uh, uh, Chinese Muslim separatists stabbed 40 people to death? Yes, and you had to visit three times before they would do it. You really That's wanted right. them to do a lot of stabbing, but they wouldn't do it until you paid them the proper respect. Uh, that's in a mailbag, Matt, if the people want to write in. Yeah, it can, um, I mean, Ben and Ryan both know how to do it, clearly. But, like, let's just say that there was a hypothetical third person who wanted to. They could tweet us at BrotherDate. That's a good way to do it. Um, besides, you never know. Like, what if it's, like, um, you know, like when you get a new phone and you forget everyone's number? This happened to me recently. And you have to, like, go collect numbers again. Phone numbers. Why didn't you transfer the numbers from your Stop old it. phone? Stop Why are you asking that question? Obviously, I tried to do that and failed. I didn't just not think of it. Why didn't you just look at the numbers that were on your old phone and put them in the new one? That seemed like a lot of work. I could still do that. I still have the old phone. <clears throat> anyway, it's, what if it's like that? Like, their whole Twitter gets, like, whoopsied. Oh, and they have to figure it out. Well, then they can tweet at BrotherDate. Yeah, tweet at BrotherDate. That's what you do. It's the name of the show, but you just take that space out of there. Yeah, so there's no, it's not tweet at brother space date because brother yeah. space date is a different pot show. That's what we should have called the damn Tucker it episodes. <laughs> oh, to makes, brother space date. Oh, it makes me so mad that we didn't think of that because that would have been a really good name. It's a bummer. Fuck. And now probably everyone else is already running with it, trying to beat us to the intellectual property because it's gonna make so much money for them. Matt, you sent me a diagram today. Yeah. Of just a messed up baseball diamond. Ah, okay. So, um, it's baseball season again, sort of, right? Spring training started. Spring training, that counts. Yeah. 
And uh, <clears throat> I'm actually watching some spring training baseball right now, and they got these horrible logos now for um, for the uh, Cactus League and the Grapefruit League. Mm-hmm. One, they both look like highway signs, so they're like pretty identical logos. One, oh, has, so one looks like Arizona, but one looks like Florida. Well, they're they have the same. They're both shaped like a shield, but they kind of look like a an interstate sign or something like that. But they, uh-huh. um, one of them just has AZ in it, and the other one has FL in it. And they're fucking, they're both hella ugly, and they're, like, identical to each other, and show no imagination or thought whatsoever. And I'm really mad about it. I'm watching it right now. But, um, since last year's spring training, I've been meaning to bring up, um, the idea of Finnish baseball. Like, from Finland. So this is a game played by the Suomi. Um, yeah. I assume that's what they call Finland. Yes. I know this from working in QA for a long time and doing localizations. It's, um, I don't even remember how I first came. Oh, I was trying to find out last year, I think because Marjan was asking me how many teams could actually compete in a World Baseball Classic, because how many oh, right, teams really World play baseball. World Baseball Classic also this year, by the way. Yeah, so how many teams really play baseball? So I think I was doing like a search to find out who who really plays this thing, and Finnish baseball came up, and I went, oh, they call it something different, so it must have a few tweaks that are, like, that make it a little bit different from regular baseball, but they can probably, they'd probably be able to play real baseball if they wanted to. <clears throat> well, if you open up Wikipedia and you and you put in Finnish baseball, something called uh, Pissapalo will come up. Or Bobal. They also call it Bobal. I'm sorry, what? They also call it Bobal. B-O-B-O-L-L. Bobal? Huh. Both names literally meaning nest ball. Nest ball. And um, I was, um, well, I just read the little sidebar that gives you, like, general information on stuff on Wikipedia, and that was enough to uh, shake me of the idea that it was a lot like our baseball. <laughs> Dog, there is a picture here of girls playing Pace Apollo. Yep. I want to describe what I'm seeing in this picture. Please so do. I have not read the rules or anything <laughs> at all. That's what I'm saying. Everything about it's so baffling, just do it. Okay, uh, so again, this is Little Girls. This is like the Bobby Socks of, of Bobal. It let's definitely say. is. Okay, first thing. Very first thing that that shot to mind. They're all dressed like jockeys. Yep. Oh, yeah. They look exactly like they're about to jump on a horse in the Kentucky Derby. Real colorful jackets. Um, but they're also all wearing bike shorts, which is a super cool look. How else are you supposed to do exercise activities? Uh, number two, number two, huge thing that jumped out at me. Yeah. Home plate appears to be round. Home plate is a round. It looks like a pog, like a big old white pog. It does. Like it, a slammer. Like that'd be an awesome slammer. Right. <clears throat> uh, the ball appears to be green. It, to me, it looked like a tennis ball or maybe like a small. I don't know if it's an actual tennis ball or softball. What. And the bat this girl is swinging is very skinny. Yep. It's kind of like stick ball. They may play it in the fifties or something. Uh, behind her, there is an umpire. With an auction paddle, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Or a clipboard? I, it's hard to say. The sun is glinting off it, so it's very hard to tell what it is, or what its function is, or what it does. Yeah. But next to him... <laughs> to me, it looks is... like something you might get a pizza out of a, a brick oven with. Yeah, it's kind of like a pizza peel. Okay. And standing next to him is... I'm going to assume the coach of the team that's wearing the Jester outfit jerseys. Just based on his pants. <laughs> yeah. And he is holding the NBC logo in the air prominently. The peacock is, it's up. He's got peacock up. It has seven popsicle stick shaped veins, Mm. each of which is roughly a foot long. The colors are orange, yellow, green, magenta, blue. Pink? 
fuchsia. It's yeah. very close to the other color. <clears throat> and then, then another green. Green number two, right? Yeah. Uh, and they're all fanned out. God knows why. Again, I know nothing about this sport or how it's played. Yep. Uh, and behind them is something that says Team Sulinyarvi Finland, <laughs> which with what appears to be a hedgehog, a hedgehog as a mascot, holding up a flag that, that has the word team. But do you notice um, anything about this hedgehog? He appears to be either animated so badly or moving at such speed that okay. his spines are fully arrayed in like a nice and cool speed lines behind him. Yes, I think, uh, I think in heraldry, he, he is, this hedgehog is rampant. Okay, good. <laughs> right. Um, I love everything about this picture. <laughs> I love that there are five spectators. Yep, and one of them is being huddled for warmth. Yes, Finland it appears sucks. To be, I would guess that on the right, the group of spectators is the family of the girls, and on the left is a lonely old man who's way into bowball. He loves bowball. It's the national sport of Finland, so you can't blame him. It says this, uh, the national sport of Finland. So that's super fun and crazy, but the craziest thing is this is this diagram All of right. the of the field. Well, let me just finish. So I, I look at the sidebar real quick and very quickly I go, Oh no, no, this is nothing like real baseball. It says team members, nine on defense, 12 on offense. You what? Go, oh, hold on a second. I, wait a minute. What's happening? They got, they got three DHs. I guess. Type bat and ball equipment, ball, bat, gloves, helmet, pitching plate. P- pitching. Plate? I assume that's home plate, but maybe it's not home anymore. Maybe it's just a pitching plate. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, you go down to this diagram, this will play well if you're playing along at home, if you can see this diagram, because it's going to be hard to describe. Showing the dimensions of this field. So it appears to be... Uh, the field is... Penta- it's, it's a pentagram, right? I mean, yes, it is. A pentagon? Sorry, not a pentagram. A pentagon? Yes, but not a regular pentagon. No... It's kind of a long, skinny one. Uh, I mean, it's honestly, it's the shape of home plate. Kind of, yeah. <clears throat> the shape of our home plate. But first base, so, you know, in, ba- in baseball, in real baseball, first base, you, you run up the right side of it, the right side of the field, up the line to first yep. base, but not yes, in you, this one. Yes, you do. In this one, you run halfway up the left side toward third base. Yes. And that's first base, halfway there. Halfway there is first, is first base. Now, second base is where first base is in America. <laughs> so you have to run across the field. So you then, once you hit first, you cut all the way across the field over to <coughs> second base. Once it's second, you then have to run what it, called, what it appears to be called the cross path, which is back straight across to where third base should be. Uh, which, incidentally, is definitely what I would have called the path between first and second. That's right, that's the cross path. <laughs> so you have the parting path, which is to first, according to this graph. There is no mark on the path from first to second, but second to third is the cross path. Then third to home is the home path, but you can't run past first base, because that would make too much sense. So you yes. have to run straight towards, like, I assume what is the crowd, the fence. Yep, like an asshole, for, and then cut in at some And point. then, like, 45 degree angle, cut back in toward home plate. You know, because... That's how things are done. Yeah, so that's bonkers as hell. <clears throat> so that's like the beginning. You're just looking at the chart going, wait a minute. Wait, how does this work? Uh, everything on the home plate side is called, or sorry, the pitching plate. Home base, I don't know. 
it's called home the home side. So I guess everyone like lines up over there, and then uh, the defense stays on the field side. Um, now the offense still tries to score by hitting the ball and running the bases, right? And uh, the defense that appears to be the case. Yes, the defense still tries to put the runners or batters out. But it says here that the important difference is that the ball is pitched vertically. Which, uh, what? Yeah, for a second you go, what does that mean? Which makes hitting the ball, as well as controlling the power and direction of the hit, much easier. It looks like somebody straight up tosses it straight in the air, next to the hitter. And the hitter waits for the ball to come down, and they hit it. Well, boy, doesn't that take all of the challenge out of it? (laughs) That's exactly right. It's like slow pitch softball. It's like soft toss. Um... So then I guess it's easier for them to control where on the field they're hitting it, which I guess makes it more strategic, theoretically, because you can kind of try to guide the ball where you want it to go. And the defense has to array their guys the way they think is the best way to do it. It says the manager has an important role in Pesapalo, leading the offense by giving signals to the players using a multicolored fan. So that's that peacock. The defensive team play is directed by the manager's orders and hand signals by the fielders. So only the offense gets the peacock. Uh, There are a ton of other differences in here. A home run is scored if a batter advances to the third base on his own fair hit. What? Despite the fact that that does not mean he gets home. He can then stay on the third base and try to score again as a regular runner by reaching the home. So, So he scores for getting the third. And then he can score again. And then he can score again. <laughs> what? I mean, there's like, the rules? It's basically like you took baseball and you just kind of sh- put it in a bag and you just shook it all up. And then you caught it out and you went, what? This is our national game. Catching the ball in flight is not an out, but forces all runners advancing at the moment of the catch to attempt to reach the next base. If they succeed, they must return to home base with no further consequences. This is called Hava. <laughs> literally. Literally a wound. <laughs> What? <laughs> or simply copy a catch. Yeah, so they they have to leave the bases. If if they make it to the next base, they're safe, but they then have to get off the bases. And go back to home. Good God, man. So, now, a part of me is like, is this what <clears throat> British people thought when they saw baseball? Did they go, oh, this is like rounders or cricket. cricket? Yeah, but... Why are you running in a weird diamond pattern? Why don't you run back and forth like yeah. we do? You mixed it up and made it stupid. But at least ours was still, like, geometrically sound? Yeah, like, like, dog, I hate to say it, but, like, running to first base is is less than half as long as all of the other things. (laughs) Getting a single's way easy. Yeah, it should be. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, like, so many crazy rules in this thing. Um... Let's see. These are the kinds of different types of hits which are used, like, apparently on purpose. There's a snap, or a short hit, normally used for advancing fast runners between bases aimed to avoid defensive players. So, like, kind of like a slap hitter in baseball. Like a Wade Boggs or a Tony Gwynn. You have fly hits, which is an intentionally high hit to be caught, often used to give way for faster runners. So, like, clear the bases of slow people? Hmm. Then you have high drives, which are aimed to drop to the field between midfield and outfield with a top spin. 
So apparently they can even like control what kind of spin they're putting on this thing. And then they have bouncers, which are like chops. Like you, you chop it into the ground as hard as you can. It's bonkers. The whole thing's bonkers. And just looking at the pictures in this Wikipedia article and the diagrams, like this is like a... I kind of want to go out and play it to see if I could even pick it up. So uh, so here's my my thought was, man, what if somebody saw a weird picture of like girls little league where they play by weird different rules because it's little league yeah and then just made this article up that's right i'm not i'm not entirely sure this is a real thing but dog (laughs) if you in the left sidebar do you see all the other languages it's available in yeah do you see the star next to swomi yeah yeah if you click on that there's like it's a pretty clear this is real Oh, there's even way more... There's different charts in here! Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, now I don't speak it. No. Uh, There's a picture down here. (sighs) Go down to the picture that actually shows... First base? Oh, okay, hold on. Is it third base? What? Yeah, I guess that's third base. There's third base way up there, and then that's... They put that flag up there so you know where to run run past to go home. Are we looking at the one... Where the guys Okay, were. so you think third base is the big round area. I think third base is the big round area. And, and then the, see the, you have to go outside the flag. Yeah, see the line that's uh, above that? I think but that's, that's not actually first. where first base is. I think the line, the second, that line that's in between the line that he's running on and the big circle, I think that one's heading toward first base. Why is this guy wearing an amateur boxing style helmet? <laughs> why, does it, why is it important that his hair be flowing free at the top? <laughs> um... I don't how, know. <laughs> how did you sit on this discovery for a full goddamn year? Because I was worried I wouldn't even be able to start it. Because I, I, do, I don't even understand it enough to really describe it. I've never seen it played. I've never heard anybody talk about it. All I know about it is this Wikipedia article. What do the French have to say about it? Oh, no, there's basically nothing in there. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, they've got that same picture of the girls, but... It's, the, uh... It says it was invented in 1912... Uh, inspired by the rules of baseball and cricket. It's bonkers. The definitive rules were fixed in 1922. Yeah. Yeah. It became a professional sport in the 30s. Why am I reading the French article? (laughs) To prove that you can read French? Yeah. Big deal. I can read French. Uh, woof. Yeah. And so that is more bonkers than when I was in India in 2014. 2015? 2015. Right. And I was sitting at the hotel, in the hotel restaurant, eating lunch, and I looked up at the TV, and they were showing professional tag on the TV. I mean, it's called Kabaddi. I don't care what it's called. It's tag, right? I mean, it's like kind of a tag Red Rover derivative hybrid thing, but there's breath holding involved. What? um... (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, here it is, Wikipedia. Yeah, you definitely gonna walk up wait, comedy. Wait, there's why is holding your breath involved? Um, so comedy. Uh, imagine a volleyball court. Okay. And there's like two teams of eight or nine players. I don't remember how many. Okay. Um, uh, seven, I guess. Um, and they're on opposite sides of the court, and then. In turn, one runner from one of the teams runs onto the other team's side, tries to tag people on that side, and then has to get back over the line for those points to count. 
what's well the other team tries to hold on to him so he can't get back over and he has to do it all in one breath how how do you judge that to demonstrate that you are doing it all in one breath you have to constantly say the word kabaddi over and over again oh my god so that the umpire can see you're not can tell you're not inhaling (laughs) so what happens is a guy's gonna step across and start going kabaddi 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 now he's trying to tag people kabaddi 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 now they're trying to hold him so he can't get back across kabaddi 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 uh, I watched this game for 40 minutes and did not understand a thing that was happening. Also, on, when you watch it on TV, you can't hear them saying Kabaddi. Yeah. I had to read about it on Wikipedia to figure out that was happening. Oh, so, uh, Marjan and I have talked a few times about how, um... This is a big sport in India. India... When I, I, I told my boss about having watched it on the on the TV. He said, oh yeah, I would play it on my high school team. His high school team? He played on the high school Kabaddi yeah. team. He lettered. He led her on the company team. Um, so Marjan and I have talked a few times about India and their sports infrastructure and why they never win any goddamn Olympic medals and, and they don't really compete in any sports internationally with any success except for, like, cricket. <clears throat> and they obviously have uh, an insane number of people and it kind of feels like if they decided to dedicate resources to to a certain sport, they could probably achieve a certain level of success after an amount of time had passed. But they don't seem like they've ever been that interested in it. And I just wonder if it's because they're doing shit like this instead. Is this what they're doing? Uh, well, no, all they're doing is cricket. Okay, because this is in the Asian games, this Kabaddi. I'm yes. looking at the pictogram of it. Yeah, which, it like two mustaches fighting. <laughs> yeah, by itself was very hard to discern. I was like, wait, what? what is... Yeah, that guy's trying to get back across to score his points. And the first pictogram guy is holding his leg. That's correct. Wow, that's the pictogram they went with. Um, it's very bad. It's very bad and hard to understand. Yeah, so, I mean, I understand they do a lot of cricket, and they're good at cricket. Do they do anything else, or is it, is it just comedy and cricket? Um, uh, yeah, they do other stuff. So I will tell you, uh, when I was there, at a certain point in the day, the cricket games are over. So cricket is a daytime game. Okay. It's like Wrigley because Field. They're like, we're not putting it on the lights. Right. That's dumb. So... You know, the way they got around, hey, the sun goes down in England, where cricket was invented, is, oh, we'll just play again tomorrow. Right. Yeah, so, right. like, a test match runs five days. Ugh. Too many. Um, but it, but it's literally only during daylight hours. Right. Uh, so what happens when the sun goes down? Well, first of all, they're, they start showing Australian cricket. Of course. So, <laughs> you just uh, move time zones a little bit. They show the Big Bash League, which is a form of 2020 limited, limited over uh, cricket. Right. Uh... But when that's done, then they start to show their soccer. Because okay. soccer, they'll play on lighted fields. Okay. Um, but you can tell that the soccer is real second class there. Because, like, they have a lot of ads before the game and, like, coming back from the commercials to the game. Where the basically the entire mm-hmm. content of the ad is, hey, let's all watch soccer. Please watch it. Yeah. yeah I know you're watching it right now. But please watch it. I know you have no real inclination to watch this, but let's watch soccer. <laughs> and yeah. they'll have like they'll have like movie stars promoting their movies, and they'll be like, "Watch soccer, right?" And then come see me in whatever dance fight three. <laughs> nice. Uh, Hold on. So let me at least let me at least find a real title. Indian Indian films out this week. 
Let me see. I'm going to find you a real title right now. Expected in March. Commando 2. All right. All right. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so they, they have soccer for sure. Um, comedy, like I said, was was on the TV. That's insane to me. That is much crazier even than finish baseball to me. The fact that you have to do it in one breath, which of course could never be proven, so they make you say comedy, comedy, comedy over and over again. Yep. And that is like the top level way that they do. There's they didn't come up with a better way or anything. It's just like no, nah, so that's it. Uh, it's great. It's a game that requires no equipment. Yeah. Like you thought soccer was pretty good because you only needed to have one ball to play it. I'm looking at the pro comedy league right now. It's apparently based on the format of the Indian Premier League T20 cricket tournament. Yeah. So, there you go. Go Chennai Super Kings. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chennai Hookers. I don't know why. Nope. It just, that's, for some reason, that was the first thing that popped into my head. Why is that, you think? Uh, I don't know. You've never been to Chennai, right? Nope. But hold on. Do you just want to take a minute to psychoanalyze me, or are you just going to let it go? Um. Why did I immediately think it was going to be the Chennai Hookers? I don't know. It is distressing. It's distressing to me. Was I deconstructing went. the word Chinook? Can I just um, can I just read you the teams that are right. in the Indian Premier League? These are the cricket teams, oh, okay. of course. Go for it. Um, there's the Delhi Daredevils. I like it. I like the alliteration. That's good. There's uh, Kings Eleven Punjab. All right. There's the Kolkata Knight Riders. Now. Ooh, after like Kit. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, because that's. I mean, it's Knight with a K. So <laughs> I love it. Enjoy that. Night Rider. There's the Mumbai Indians. They went real simple with that one. Right, it's like Houston Texans. I get it. Weirdly, their mascot is Chief Wahoo. <laughs> it's good. Good to know. Uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore. That's a cool name. I like it. Sunrisers Hyderabad. Oh, I don't know. How oh, I feel about that one. Wait for this one. Rising Pune Super Giants. All right. <laughs> They're rising. They're not there yet. But That's a new team in 2016 they were not playing when i was there well they're rising they'll they'll remove the rising part pretty soon after they're established and the uh gujarat lions okay now a bunch of teams no longer exist that were playing when i was there oh so it's sad there's no more chennai super kings which was my favorite because what's better than a king oh a super king that's right like super giants yeah, exactly. Like the rising Pune Super Giants. So if they play a shit ton of cricket, how come all their leagues, how come all their teams are folding? Uh, well, you have to remember that this um, this league is just one form of cricket. Right. So, first of all, it's 2020 cricket. Right. Second of all, it's not the national teams, which are, like, the really important well, yeah, so they have national teams playing, like, other right. national teams, but at all like times? Touring South Africa or touring Australia. Oh, okay. So I didn't I didn't know if, if they, people cared about pro cricket anywhere in the world or not. When I was there, South Africa was, uh, was on a tour of India the second time I was there. So I watched uh, three test matches, three four-day test matches in Jeez. the 14 days I was there. Dang. Yeah. It's good stuff. So you know cricket pretty well, then? I'm, I mean, not as well as someone who grew up in a country where it was played, I'm sure. But I, at this point, I'm pretty comfortable with the flow of the game, and I know most of the rules. Also, working as an engineer, you've probably worked with a lot of Indians, so... 
I have. And my Osmosis. first exposure to cricket was during a World Cup of cricket, cricket World Cup, um, that was a real big deal at eBay. I believe it. Like, they set up a huge TV in the cafeteria, and that's where most of the engineers from the subcontinent set up during the afternoons. So there you go. Through osmosis, I'm sure you learned uh, some cricket. I was going to say knowledge, but I'm just going to say nonsense. Some cricket nonsense. There are also a series of YouTube videos, which are animated, in which Stephen Fry, who is a big cricket fan, uh, details some of the trickier rules in cricket. That might be helpful. So if you liked the you know the narration to Little Big Planet, it's right. sort of that same style. I like his voice, and he has a good way with words. I don't know if he wrote it or not, but uh, that could be good. <clears throat> I'd be into that. I'd watch that. Uh, anyway, you were uh, the uh, Chennai hookers. Oh no, I was. I'm. Uh, I was. That's fine. It's fine that I'm terrible. Everyone already knows. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I was just saying. Was I trying to unpack the word Chinook? No. God, maybe. Because that's a good way to do it. It's a good helicopter. That's, it's, a, it's a big one, for sure. It is one one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, hey, I, don't, I know we said we'd avoid Star Trek, but did that show Discovery ever air? Uh, it's. I think it's been delayed again. Because wasn't it supposed to air in January? Yeah, it did not. It did not air in January. It still has not aired at all. Uh, yeah, it has not aired at all. Let me see. So. I expected to see something about it. Uh, delayed to late summer, early fall. Okay. Yeah. No? Uh, I have seen exactly one thing about it, which is a leaked picture of the new Klingons, and they look like, uh, Predators slash the Borg Queen. God damn it. So, it ain't good. Why would we need new Klingons? I don't know. Why do we need new ones? We've already seen them, and we're fine with it. We've already seen them, like, change once. Yeah. From just uh, wearing a little burnt cork on their faces and having mustaches. <laughs> mustaches were pretty exotic back then. Well, I definitely didn't like what J.J. Abrams' crew did with the Klingons. Oh, he did kind of turn them into monsters, didn't he? Yeah, they all had to wear, like, crazy helmet, like, armor. He kind of he kind of just made them the Urukai. Uh, from Lord of the Rings. Are those um are those the guys who want more meat? No, those are just regular orcs. The Urukai <laughs> oh. are the big ones. Oh, big scary orcs. Yeah. Like the kind that killed Triple H? That exactly. Like the <sighs> like the guy who killed Triple H. Fuck, I hate that guy so much. He shouldn't have done that. I hate him. I I was out on that whole trilogy after that. I was done. <laughs> Man, that's You kill Sean Bean, I'm out. Don't you touch Boromir! It was Boromir, right? Yeah. Don't touch Boromir! So this is why you stopped watching Game of Thrones after season one? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But that's why you've watched every single episode of Sharp's Rifles. Yeah, well, why not? I I also watch Goldeneye, just over and over again. They do kill him in the end, but I get through the whole movie. Walk this back. I don't know. Uh, I was pretty young when those Sharps, Rifles, Eagles, whatever, was on. Sharps, Rifles, Eagles? Let me look that up. You must have been even younger. I think there were, like, multiple series. Oh, were there? Oh, yeah, yeah, Sharps, Eagle. That's a thing. Uh, Was that about the Crimean War? Oh, hold on a second. Are you saying there's a a series about, about the Crimean War? I'm trying to remember if that's about the Crimean War. Hold on. Let me just... 
I'm going to figure this Sharp Rifles TV program Wikipedia. Because uh, I would definitely watch that. I mean, except now it's going to be hella old and shitty. Yep, filming took place in the Crimea. And Portugal and England. Let me see. Nah, 1809. That's too Oh, early. so it's Napoleonic. Yeah. Yeah, British fighting the French in Portugal. Okay. Well, I'd still, I still might watch that. I mean, and again, yeah, it has yeah. Sean Bean. Why haven't I watched this? Yeah, there's no good reason. Because our parents watched it, so why would you? Oh, that might be why. Maybe I heard it. Probably the same reason you haven't uh, jumped into Inspector Morse or A Touch oh, of boy. Frost. Or uh, Dog Leash. Or Cracker. D.L. and Pasco. Or Cracker. Or Cracker. Cracker. <laughs> that guy was in the Harry Potters. Cracker? Yeah, he was. He was, uh... Hold on. I'm gonna come up with his name. I can't wait. <laughs> um, Dinglebeam. Dinglebeam? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Uh, I can figure it out. Um, Mumfurter. Mumfurter? Was it Mumfurter? It was definitely Mumfurter. Okay, yeah, he played Mumfurter in the Smelly Potters. <clears throat> what was the name of the guy? What did he? What was his name? Hagrid. Hagrid. That's I said that. Dinglebean. That's <laughs> Dinglebean's his last name. <coughs> Hagrid yeah. Eugene Dinglebean. So you you can remember that the Edo are on the planet Rubicon Three, <laughs> but you can't you can't remember Hagrid. I did not enjoy having to watch many of those movies. I don't think I saw all of them, thank God. I think I just had to watch, like, six of them. How many but, were there? Well, they're about wizardry and English public schools. That's, those are my two favorite subjects. But mixed together didn't do it for me. It was weird. Uh, there are eight of them. Okay, yeah, I think six is the number that I watched. Which was too many, really. Too many. Um... I'm going to see if I can get this on Amazon or something. Or maybe I can stream Sharp Rifles. Let me see. I want to figure this out. I'm in. Oh, by the way, I never got more than like a few episodes into the um, Romance of the Three Kingdoms series I bought. Oh, what happened? It's just, they made they made Zhang Fei so cartoonish. Well. It became really hard to watch. He does not become a nuanced character for like 90 ep- chapters in the book, so. Yeah, but even when he's being a buffoon, he's being like a like a dramatic buffoon, and not like a comic buffoon. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he's comic relief. I think he just fucks up a lot. I guess you're right. I don't think he's there for to make you go, that <laughs> was good stuff. I think he's there to like tell you um, lessons about how you should treat your men, and uh, also about uh, alcoholism. Right? I think there's definitely something in there about... Vice, right? Yeah, I think so. Because then they, because then they play a game with it later on in the book, when Juge Liang plays along with him. Yep. And then, but then in the end, he goes back to drinking and beating his men after his brother dies. Spoiler alert, everybody! And it costs him his life. So I just, I feel like that's what's happening with him. I am looking at the poster for Sharp's Rifles, mm-hmm. and it has Sean Bean looking hella sexy. In a Napoleonic jacket that is undone, and the his white undershirt has the buttons all undone so you can see his chest. Yeah, but he's still wearing his scarf or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Oh, goddamn. It's a wonderful melodrama of snobbery and swords, love and hate. That's what the Guardian says, and I'm in. 
I'm totally. I cannot believe I am bringing this idea to your I've, attention. Now. Again, I think I just heard them say they were going to go watch it in the other room or something when I was a kid, and it was dismissed forever. It just got filed into a category of things to never pay attention to ever again. You're like, I don't know, Diana Rigg is going to introduce it, and then... That's right, exactly. I'm going to be out. I can never figure out if she's a respected actress or not. Well, she was in The Avengers. This is the reason I I think people, they talk about her like they revere her, but then you look at the work she does, and you go, I don't know. I feel like she could do better. Then, oh, she's as in you the say, Game of Thrones? She's in the Game of Thrones, which is another thing against her, I think. I mean, like, everybody... Everybody does the Game of Thrones. She's in the Great Muppet Caper. That ain't, like... See what I'm saying? That ain't a real good mark. I mean, so it's John Cleese, but that's John Cleese. You know, like... Yes. He's... He does... He, he does, He's a clown. Yeah, he does clown stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's a clown question. Um... So I just I can't figure out how people really feel about her. You don't feel like you have a good handle on Diana Rigg. Yeah, I feel like because she got old and she's British, people throw her into a category. But then if you just look at what she actually does for work, you go, I don't know. Unless she just chooses badly. Maybe she chooses badly. Maybe she can't pick a script. Right? Like Sean Connery, can't pick a script? I mean, her filmography is not long. So she's really choosy and she chooses badly? Or maybe no one comes to her with anything but shit? I mean, I don't know. Like, like there's nothing in her filmography between... I mean, she gets like there's these big gaps in there. 87 to 94, nothing. 94 to 99, nothing. Did she have like six kids in each one of those? I don't know. I might explain it. Who can say? Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody, if anyone wants to tell me whether Diana Rigg is a respected actress or not, I would be. I'd probably appreciate the feedback. Well, she plays the voice of Mayor Pink Panda in Pen Zero, part-time hero. The, you say play, I mean, you say plays. Is that something that's ongoing? Uh, no, I guess that might have just been one episode. Oh, okay, all right. Then the episode Baby Apocalypse. I have no idea what any of that means. <sighs> yeah, this looks like maybe not prestigious because i've heard that sean connery has turned down a lot of roles that ended up being really famous roles and then you look at the stuff sean connery's in and you go oh boy that was well, he had choice. to do finding forrester yeah he had, right. he had to do league of extraordinary gentlemen and uh so then you go oh he's just bad at choosing like he doesn't know what's good it's important to this dude that he do zardoz yeah and zardoz too was he in zardoz too there's no zardoz too that was just a guess i felt i felt confident about it though. i would know because I saw Zardoz last year. <laughs> um, if Marjan had more free time, I think we would definitely do a tour of the How Did This Get Made movies. Oh, and yeah. We would try to keep up with them and listen to them on, like, on the week and everything. But we, it's we don't rare. Have it's rare that listening to a How Did This Get Made makes me want to watch the movie. It's true. But I think they would always make Marjan want to because she loves to watch terrible filth. Also, between you and me, I'm more of a fan of the bad movie podcast, The Flophouse. I have still, I have never listened. <clears throat> but, uh, but how did this get made? Has Manzukis, and so that's always fun. So, did and, you, should that be the official podcast recommendation for yeah, a I think podcast? So. That's and it has than ours? the the baffling inability to understand movies of June Diane Rayfield. <laughs> she is very bad at it. You know what? None of them are really good at it. 
No. None of them are good at it, and I love when you get, like, an hour into the podcast, and all of them, including the guests, have a different take on what is happening in the movie. Yes. None of them could figure it out, and they all figured out something different. That's when you know it's a good movie. They always seem very open to <laughs> new interpretations. That's right. Uh, so yeah, official podcast recommendation for a podcast you'll enjoy more than this one is how did this get made? <clears throat> Let's uh, check those out. Um. So yeah, so I, I haven't seen Zardoz. I bet Marjan would like it, and I bet I would be angered by the whole thing. Because it's very hard for me to not go, why would that character do that or say that? Why is this happening? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Very this difficult. one's, um, I don't know, like, how did he feel about Logan's run? Uh, I thought it was some of Farrah Fawcett's finest work. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Uh, it's from News Radio, right? Yes, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't I don't think she's in that. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um I don't know, she might be. I think she's in it. Uh just imagine if uh like it has that 70s science fiction uh, Omega Man. Oh, okay. I've seen Omega Man. But like but like if um if everybody involved in the filming and writing of the movie did twice as many drugs <laughs> just so many more drugs yeah but they got into a weird place and really played what if okay well like what if there was a floating rock head that people worshipped as a god that flew around the countryside spewing out guns <laughs> is it because people needed guns or just for kicks uh... okay don't worry about it it's not important <laughs> Uh, let's just say that there's some stuff going on in there that's reminiscent of one of the casts in the Meow Meow Beans episode of Community. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I know which one. <laughs> that's good. I like how later on in Community they see that guy again and they go, I think that's the Meow Meow Beans guy. <laughs> when he's DJing at the uh, yes. the club in the, in the final uh, uh, paintball episode. I like how Kugler sort of stuck around. Yep, for like no he pops reason. pops up a couple more times. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, Farrah Fawcett majors as Holly 13 in Logan's Run. I don't feel like that's an important part. I think the... Am I wrong that the main woman in Logan's Run is Jenny Gutter? Yep, as Jessica Six. <laughs> Jessica Six. Um, well, whether or not she was important in it, I, I, I have no idea. I, okay. barely, I barely remember Logan's Run. I have seen it and barely remember it. But it's got Michael York, and that's what's important. Why is it uh, important? Why why is the novel Why is the novel the default on that? Like if you is just it? type Logan's Run in Wikipedia, it oh. takes you to the novel, not the film. I don't know. Let me see that. I didn't I didn't I just looked it up through her filmography. Yeah, you're right. That's the first one that comes up. I don't know. Is that the definitive version? I've never heard of anyone reading the novel. <laughs> Somebody read it, they turned it into a movie. It was written by two dudes. Oh boy, that was a they needed they needed a twofer for that one. It's 133 pages. Oh my god, dude, let's write a science fiction novel. <laughs> to both of us. <laughs> and let's podcast it. Let's call it Logan's Run. <laughs> <laughs> let's rewrite Logan's Run. <coughs> <coughs> okay, uh, real quick. Logan 
is a snotty teenager. Okay. And he's a cross-country runner, and the big race is coming up. Okay. <laughs> halfway through the race. So they got it right at the beginning that he's real good at running. Yep, halfway through the race. He he crashes into a billboard and he wakes up in a different time. Nice. Like um like the with like the Estevez movie. What is that? Free Jack. Free Free Jack. <laughs> like Free Jack. He falls a Free Jack. <laughs> but just running. Like he just stumbles <laughs> and falls over. And hits one of those cross country billboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't actually know what he hits in Free Jack. Does he hit like a wall or a he doesn't just hit like the sidewall uh, does he doesn't he, like get airborne yes so his tire man. i i by the way i thought of <laughs> billboard because i immediately turned it into final lap twin his his tire hits the tire of a car in front of him yeah yeah yeah. which propels his car up into the air somehow yeah what does he hit and he hits like an overpass that presumably allows people access to the infield oh uh, okay all right so let's change it Logan runs steeplechase. Okay. <laughs> okay. He goes over, he falls in the pond, and somebody jumps over and steps on his head. And does he, And he gets jacked? And he gets jacked right at that moment. So, because this uh, steeplechase was being filmed for a YouTube blooper video. <laughs> because all I have to assume steeple- most of the people who are spectating steeplechase are predatory YouTubers. Absolutely. 100%. That's why they got the camera right on the pit when you yep. jump over the steeple thing. What is that? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jump over the steeple. It's probably the steeple. It's probably not the chase, I feel like. (laughs) But you never know. Uh, So because the moment of his death was caught on film. Yes. uh, That makes him a primo target to be. I know it's not just jacked. It's something. Hold on. Free jacked? I need to. I need to read it. Bone jacked. Bone jacked. (laughs) Uh, Uh Uh-huh. Yes, so he's he's being bone jacked so that a super wealthy person can use his body to live forever. Or you know, to live longer. Yeah. I like this. I like the, I like us turning Logan's run into free but jack. He, but he escapes and becomes a free jack. <laughs> uh but also he's about to turn thirty. Wait a minute. No, we made him a snotty teenager. Is, is there a carnival in, in this? Yes, he's about to turn seventeen. Okay. And you, he's about to have a sweet 17 carnival. Cool. So does he put on a mask, fly up into the air, and get disintegrated? Um, Like, I want to include, there have to be some Logan's Run elements in there. Yeah, you his name's Logan, and he was a runner. I mean, did yeah, you miss then, that entirely? But it's Free Jack. Yeah. So then the bad guy, Mick Jagger. <laughs> right. He's, he's open, I think. Wait, this is a novel. His name will be J- no, no, Jick his Magger. name is Mick Jagger. All right, his name's Mick Jagger, fine. Not Vic Vicendic or whatever his name is in. <laughs> right. <sighs> Mick Jagger does something. We'll figure it so out. We'll presumably he runs into his old high school girlfriend. Mm, yes, he does. This is a this is a thing that happens in Free Jack also. Yes. He runs into Emilio Estevez runs into Rene Russo as his Boy, is that ex-wife? Rene Russo? Yikes. Yikes to that. Something like that. Free, well, let me look up Free Jack. I'm going to look up Free Jack. You should just watch Free Jack. I, and also, how, how did this get made? Should do Free Jack. Uh, sometimes I see a movie and I really wonder how they haven't gone to it. Understanding, of course, that there are thousands of terrible movies. 
and they yeah. can't get to everything. But yes, yeah, something like Free Jack, like how, who, that movie was made in 1992. It's out there waiting to be, well, to be bonejacked by have, one of these podcasts. <laughs> have you seen the special effects in this film? And Free Jack? These are like 1972 okay. special effects. In I promise you, I have seen all of Free Jack. I just. When you think of what you see in 1992, you see, you see, like, Terminator 2 has happened. Yep. Like, there are movies out there with good special effects, and you look at the special effects in this and you go, oh my <coughs> god, where did, where did all the money go? What were they spending it on? Did you play Mass Effect 2? I did. That I didn't enjoy it, but I played it some. So, you know how, um, there's like a real... Martin Sheen type bad guy. Uh, yeah, he's played by Martin Sheen, right? Played by Martin Sheen, right? Okay, that's why he's Martin Sheen type, I believe. Uh, I'm sure that it is because Emilio Estevez is in Free Jack, but I always got a real Free Jack vibe from that character. Uh, yeah, I mean that, and the quality of the story, I think, is is pretty approximate. It's roughly Free Jack level. Yeah, it's pretty approximate to Free Jack. Well, it's not bad for video games made in the year 2010 or whatever Mass Effect Two was made. <laughs> What is his name? He's like the the fucking secret it's, man. What's his it's, name? It's not it's like the word doesn't make any sense. He's uh shit. Characters. I'm gonna figure this out. <laughs> his um Ah, oh, what is his name in that fucking movie? Let's see. Just why don't you show me the goddamn characters? Wikipedia. You can do better than this. Sorry everybody. The the elusive man or something? Uh, yes, but it's elusive I L L. Ah, boy, that's good. That was some yeah. good stuff they did there. He's not elusive like hard to find. He's elusive like maybe he doesn't exist. Except that's not a word either. Nope. Yeah, I see it now. The elusive man. That's aggravating. Uh, yeah, I could totally see that character existing in a Free Jack type movie. One hundred percent. Uh, and I would hope he'd be played by Martin Sheen. Well, we'll just get Emilio Estevez now. Boy, has anyone seen him? Like, in the last many years? Is he still around? No, he's the elusive man. Oh, with an E, though. Yeah, but that's what he got an E. Okay, that's good. Uh, I feel like we have a good good starting point for Logan's run. (laughs) (laughs) So, 16-year-old cross-country runner. Right. No, steeplechase. 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 Steeplechase runner. So, I kind of liked the idea that he would hit a pole position style... road sign i don't even know what they are exxon or mobile billboard yeah (laughs) just hit his head right on it steeplechase makes more sense because then it would definitely be caught on film so he gets bone jacked etc and then essentially it's just free jack it's free jack the movie with some some great teenage twists this thing's gonna be like the maze runner dude it's gonna make so much money did the maze runner make money uh i think they made wait now i don't know I thought they made Maze Runner 2, Electric Boogaloo, but now I'm not sure. I would, there's no way I would know. Um, there Maze was a minute Runner. when teenagers and murder situations looked like it was going to be real profitable. Uh, oh, this but, is like, I think that moment has passed, and that's why they made the last of the Divergent movies, just as a straight-up made-for-TV movie. Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this Maze Runner thing made $348 million, so that's, you know, that's not bad. So we're going to tap into that. If it still exists, we're going to crush it. Yep, and we're definitely going to call it Logan's Run, and, and definitely people will come see it. Yep. Oh, people would be so angry. Hey, I went to see Logan's Run thinking it was going to be a reboot of Logan's Run. It was a reboot of Free Jack. It was a reboot of Free Jack. 
Well, they're going to read it first. This is literary. What we're doing yes. is important. It's not what the fucking rabble wants. They're special effects movies. Are you talking about the Hamburglar? Yes, that's what I meant. It's not what the Hamburglar wants. Special effects movies and hamburgers. Yeah. But I feel like we're. I think that's a good starting point. <clears throat> I'm not going to crowdsource it either. It's just you and me. We're going to get this done. Don't send us your suggestions. Don't send oh, us your suggestions. Yeah, no. You you put them right up your butt and you sit on them. Yeah, fucking save it. I got lots of. I got so many creative ideas up here. I'm about to think of one. Are you ready? I just thought of one. It's soda, but instead of tasting like soda, you know what it tastes like? Milk. That's better. That's better. That's better. It's milk soda. See, mm, you know what we did? I feel like that's something the Japanese probably have. We just combined. Just like we're going to do on this novel, we just came up with a great idea, milk soda. Hold on, let me look it up. Let's Google it. <laughs> Let's just Google it. Oh, boy. in Italian-style milk soda. Well, that, that seems like, um, we already know they have, like, uh, kind of carbonated. Don't tell me about cream soda, Wikipedia. You know what I mean. Like an egg cream, that kind of thing. All right, so that's just an egg cream. <laughs> My imagination's not that great. Oh, dog. If I had ever Googled cream soda and read this first sentence in history and development, I would never drink a cream soda again. A recipe for cream soda written by E.M. Sheldon and published in Michigan Farmer in 1852 at a farm in Linstead, Jamaica. Yeah. what? Called for water, cream of tartar, Epsom salts, sugar... Tartaric acid, which is another name for cream of tartar. Yeah, that's weird. Egg and milk to be mixed, then heated, right? and when cool, mixed with water and a quarter teaspoonful of soda to make an effervescent drink. Why did he do that? Uh, Why did he do that? Someone got him a chemistry set, but he, like, wasn't interested in science. (laughs) He just pour a bunch of nonsense in here and see what kind of... Wacky garbage thing I can make. Alexander C. Howell of Vienna, New Jersey, was granted a patent for cream soda water on June 27, 1865. Mm. Howell's cream soda water was made with sodium bicarbonate, water, sugar, egg whites, wheat flour, and, in quotes, any of the usual flavoring materials, such as oil of lemon, extracts of vanilla, I like that quote, pine hyphen apple, to suit the taste. Alright. That's fair. That's all fair. Everything that happened there was fair. I feel like we've kind of hit the bottom here. Well, we've read a lot of Wikipedia. Where have you just been wikipedia It started with Finnish baseball. <laughs> That's and... the problem, is that I didn't close Wikipedia. It's, yeah, it tempted that was a me. Mistake. It brought me back. It wanted me to keep Wikipedia-ing. Uh, do Finland participate in the world baseball classic they do not as far as i know they do not i feel like like it seems like the game is baseball like and you'd think they'd be able to like train up for it but no 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 going from hitting a lobbed baseball that's thrown straight up in the air to uh hitting some 19 year old cubans fastball right that's just too big a step that is a like, huge it's just step. never gonna happen it does appear that they do compete in the european baseball championship 
do they lose every year? I've ne- I don't. I'm looking through here. I don't ever see them show or, up in the final. Finland competes, but it's not. It's not Bobo players. Yeah, I think it's baseball players. But it's baseball players. They do not who appear to be of Finland. They don't appear to ever have shown up in a semifinal, even. So they're not yeah. good. Not good at it. Um, man, that diagram is so nuts. Yeah, everybody, go back and look at that diagram, and then, and then we'll we'll chat again. We'll chat again with everybody soon. That's it, right? That's everything. Yeah, that's it. Next week. Next week. Next week. Uh, it's another Star Trek. We, assuming we care to do this, yeah, it is another Star Trek week. Yep. The episodes we are watching next week are week nine. Everybody, week nine, almost, almost to ten. <laughs> is that how we're gonna? That's how which we're facing is, it. <laughs> which is almost a seventeenth of the way through. We're almost. We're about to do nine, and then we'll almost be at ten. In case anyone's we're, getting excited, we're riding up real hard on. 6% of the way through. Nice. I like it. Uh, from uh, the original series, we have Dagger of the Mind. I remember that one. Uh, from the next generation, Hide and Q. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. Is that supposed to be a pun? It's not, right? Not. It doesn't sound like a pun to me. Like Hide and Screw? Is that something that people Q. do? Hide and Q. Hide and... Hide and Q. Uh, hide and Cuisine. No. Hide and Q. It's oh yeah, like a like like Hayden Q, like Hayden like Q, like um, like Schadenfreude um, or something. From Deep Space Nine, we have Move Along Home. I remember that one very well too. They play Candyland <laughs> with the officers of Deep Space Nine. Uh, spoiler alert. Well, look, we're going to spoil people... the show pretty badly. <laughs> a lot of people haven't seen Move Along Home yet. Third I mean, chapter. really, like a lot of people. Alamarine. I know what Shep Alamarine is. Uh, Jesus. From Voyager, Prime Factors. Presumably an episode about math. I hope so. Hey, do you think there's... I'm sure it's not going to be. Do you think it ever showed up? Do you think is it already going to be the episode where they turn into alligators? I'm so dreading that. (laughs) It's coming soon. We know it's first season because we know that we watched that in the first run. And we only made it part of the way through season one when we watched it the first time through. I haven't seen that stoplight yet, so I know... <laughs> I know I'm still retreading old ground. There's stuff still Although I already have no memory of these episodes. Oh, yeah. No, they're... Well, they're non-discreet, most of them. Um, I was gonna ask... Uh, do you suppose in any of those Star Trek trivia books, it asks the question, which Shap is Alamarine? Because I definitely would have got that. <coughs> That's right. And you would you have, know, too. You know for sure it's third Shap. Yeah. For sure. In fact, I would have quit the game. I would have gone, this game's too easy. I'm not playing it ever again. Obviously I don't know. I gotta dig up that Star Trek trivia book, though. Make sure you still have the copy with all the knife holes in it. I, I don't think I do. Okay. It was a good thing to throw knives at. Yep. Uh, from Enterprise, we're watching Fortunate Son. Again, I, I think I made this joke last week. I hope it's just they just play that song over and over again. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what other kind of joke you can make. Um, we are all. We are both going to be unfortunate sons for having watched it. That's good. That's solid. <laughs> that's uh That's a pun like hide and cue. Hiding you. Yeah. It's a type of Korean barbecue restaurant. It's Joseph Hiding you. He's, he's my favorite composer. Yeah. It's one of them. <clears throat> Woo! All right, everybody. Well, that was fun. It was very fun. And we will do this again next week. We will see you all later. Bye bye. I know it's not just jacked, it's something. Hold on. Free jacked? I need to I need to 
read it. Bone jacked. Bone jacked. <laughs> Subscribe.